Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Conchetta Tomei, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Sweet blind mice, tres ratoncitos, see how they run, mira como corren. Ed Robertson, law author, guest, Danelle Dadigan, Danelle Dadigan, founder and president of the Hollywood Museum and the co-author, along with Grammy Award winner Michael Feinstein of From Hollywood to the World, the rediscovered recordings of pianist and conductor Jose Iturbe, Jose Iturbe, the first rock star, so to speak, of classical music and the first musical artist of any genre to have a million copies of a record sold and a man who dedicated his life to making classical music accessible to as many people as possible. From Hollywood to the world includes the complete RCA Victor recordings of Jose Iturbe, covering the years 1933 to 1953, all restored and remastered as part of a 16-CD collection. About 95% of the recordings that appear in the collection are available on CD for the very first time, while about 23 pieces that are included in the CD collection have never been released before to the public. From Hollywood to the world, the rediscovered recordings of pianist and conductor Jose Turby available right now, Amazon.com, wherever books and music are sold. Danelle Dadigan is also the goddaughter of Jose Turby, and as she mentioned in our first segment, Iturbe was very, very active in Danelle's life, particularly during her teenage years after the death of her father. And as such, Danelle has been giving us a glimpse of the person behind Iturbe, the musical genius. You mentioned how he went above and beyond what most godparents do. And he uh, saw you three or four times a week, particularly during your formative years. I bring this up because... Up until I mean I, I understand up until the last few years of his life, he maintained a very demanding schedule. He was he was giving as many as four or five concerts a week back in the day. So if he's doing that, that means he's only home a couple of days a week. And it sounds like even during those t- during that particular time you mentioned earlier, he spent much of his downtime dedicated to you. That's that sh- that says a lot about who he was. Oh, it truly does. He always made time for me. And if the concerts were not too far away, uh, I would go with him. And, uh, that you know, I cannot tell you how much I learned, whether it was from him walking out on stage, uh, bowing to the audience, uh, performing, coming back, uh, and then going back into the dressing room, him getting uh, organized and adjusted, and then meeting all of his fans. 
I mean, fans would line up like uh, you cannot imagine to get an autograph and speak a few words with Jose Turby. And I have to say why I call him, uh, uh, and many people have said that, that he's a rock star is because he had fans like you can't imagine. He had Bobby Soxers in the 40s and the 50s, very tame today. But while thunderous applause was going on for his performance and he'd come out and take a bow, these Bobby Soxers would rush the stage and throw handkerchiefs. <laughs> How tame is that? How tame is that in today's world? But they would throw handkerchiefs on stage, and he would smile, and then they'd all come backstage afterward. And I would see how, when I was old enough, I would start to go to these concerts. And I would see how my godfather took time, not just to sign an autograph, but to have a word or two with each of his fans, whether they were young teenage girls or that saw him in the films, or whether it was true classical music devotees. And he knew how to ask the questions. He would read his audience very well. And if it was someone who he could tell was a pianist and I was a child, I'd say, uh, Pedrino, how do you know that they play piano? He says, look at their fingernails. Look at the musculature in their fingers. And I thought, well, now that we talk about it, how obvious is that? But when I was younger, I never thought about those things. He knew how to converse with each of his fans that would come backstage to chat with him, you know. Uh, I don't know if uh, I told you this or not, but he even flew his own plane from concert to concert. Uh, he drove a Harley Davidson motorcycle sometimes with a sidecar, no less. Yep. But, uh, you know, he was a character. He really loved life. He loved life. He knew how to talk to fans. Uh, he had a great sense of humor. And I understand we mentioned in our open that uh, he worked with Frank Sinatra. He became very good friends with Frank Sinatra. I understand Aturbe's personality helps uh, help, help Sinatra loosen up a little bit, you know, because sometimes in that early stage, in that the voice period of Sinatra, Sinatra could take himself a little bit too seriously, and Aturbe taught him to loosen up a little bit. Oh, well, wow. That is that is so interesting, you know. I And I have to share with you uh, about 25 years or so after my godfather passed away, uh, I had a chance to work with Sinatra, and uh, he took. Uh, we were talking, and I said, I don't know if you remember me, but I'm the little girl that used to come to uh, Hosea Turby's house and play piano, and he looked at me, and he was like, you could just see this look that came over his <laughs> eyes, and he said, you're the one that played piano, and we all had to stop playing cards and clap for you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And to think years later, you know, this would happen. And so, but, but it uh, made such an impression. Uh, his friendship with Hosea Turby, yes, he did adore Hosea Turby. And they learned a lot from each other, I will tell you. From Hollywood to the world, the rediscovered recordings of pianist and conductor Hosea Turby available right now, Amazon.com and wherever books and music are sold. Danelle Dadikin, also founder and president of the Hosea Turby Foundation, which is dedicated to sharing and popularizing the wonders of classical arts and classical music around the world. For more information, JoseIturbyFoundation.org. What do you have on tap at the Hollywood Museum in the spring and summer months that you want to tell our listeners about? 
So everyone is always asking us about what are our next exhibits at the Hollywood Museum. Uh, and you know, right now we're very excited. Uh, we have just gone through award season, mm -hmm. and now uh, I have a very special exhibit coming up about celebrities and their pets. This should be just fantastic, you know, uh, from everyone uh, from the 1940s and 50s who were well-known uh, and they're older today, mm -hmm. all the way to young child stars of today with their favorite pets. So it will be so much fun. That's coming up uh, as well as a wonderful tribute to the Titanic. Uh, it's been, I cannot believe, what has it been, 25 years for the Titanic. Incredible. Right, and I think, I, I, I also think the Clifton Webb movie came out in 53, so you get two anniversaries going on here. Oh, so true, but we have the costumes from uh, the newer one, uh, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. Yeah, the, the, the one that most people probably remember these days. I guess so. <laughs> you know, so much more. But, you know, I mean, uh, it still seems to be uh, very exciting for everyone to see the Ectromobile from Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. I mean, how often can you see something like that? And, of course, uh, my favorite uh, lady uh, that I have gotten to know for 30 years who... We lost track of each other, found each other again. Uh, Anita Pointer of the Pointer Sisters with our fabulous Pointer Sisters exhibit. She collected the costumes for 50 years of their career. Sadly, she recently passed, but this is a tribute to Anita and the Pointer Sisters. So if you ever want to see their fabulous costumes from when they first started buying thrift store 1940s and 50s clothes all the way to the great costumes designed by Bob Mackey, mm -hmm. uh, William Ivy Long Jr., and the list goes on and on. And we've said this before. We'll say it again. If you ever spend an afternoon or a morning at the Hollywood Museum, you, uh, if you have an opportunity, you really, you really should because they're the, the way Danelle and her team put it together, there really is something for everybody, and they do a marvelous job of integrating. Uh, I mean, I, I, I joked about the Clifton Webb Titanic, but they do a marvelous job of weaving together contemporary stuff with stuff from the 50s and early 20th century so that, you know, you're totally immersed in, in the experience, whatever the particular exhibit is, and there really is something for everyone. Well, and I thank you for saying that because, you know, as we're chit-chatting, I'm realizing, well, we have the Silence of the Lambs jail cell, mm -hmm. and Anthony Hopkins even came after he received his star on the Walk of Fame to visit and he told us this is so realistic. And, he's, and of course, it is because we had the original set of plans and we put it all back together again so that jail cell set, walking down the corridor, seeing his jumpsuit front, his uniform in jail, his mask, uh, all the artifacts that were in his jail cell, even the artwork that he drew during his incarceration is downstairs in our low level that used to be a bowling alley and speakeasy during Prohibition days. Max Factor's brother, Jake the Barber, ran that bowling alley and speakeasy. And, you know, also, of course, there's the world-famous makeup rooms where Lucille Ball received her signature red hair. Marilyn Monroe became a blonde in the Blondes Only Room. And I know you're going to tell me, but Danielle, Marilyn Monroe was born a blonde. Of course she was. And everyone knows that. But like most natural blondes, by the time she was a teenager, her hair started to turn dark. And we know this because we have a photograph of her at her first wedding when she was 16 years old to John Doherty, and her hair is a darker color 
in the black and white photo of her wedding. The Hollywood Museum is located 1660 North Highland Avenue at Hollywood Boulevard in the Max Factor Building. Tickets and more information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. From Hollywood to the world, the rediscovered recordings of pianist and conductor Jose Aturbi available right now. Amazon.com, where books are sold online. Danielle Dadigan, always a pleasure. I look forward to our next conversation. Me too. Thank you, Ed. See you in Hollywood. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.